Welcome to Zila Food. Zila is the German word for soul, so soul food, but Zila food. This podcast is in conjunction with Zila Magazine, an online magazine bridging faith, cultures, and culture. I'm Ali Forti, an American Southern girl who travels and loves talking to people. I'm bringing you conversations from global movers and shakers from somewhere in the world. From these conversations, hopefully you'll be inspired to move and shake too. Thanks for spending time with me today. I hope you get fed, so let's begin. Runaway June is a country music trio made up of Jennifer Wayne, Naomi Campbell, and Hannah Mulholland. Jennifer is the granddaughter of actor John Wayne. They have been called the Dixie Chicks for a new generation. The band's hit single, Lipstick, made them the first all-female trio to earn a top 25 hit on the country charts in a decade and with their new single, Wild West hitting the airwaves. Their name is interesting. June is a month that means something to all of them. It's sentimental. And Runaway comes from the fact that they all left their homes in California and Florida to pursue their love and their current performances happening now at the Country to Country Music Festival at the O2 London Arena. Now, this interview was only done with Jennifer Wayne and Hannah Muholland. Uh, Naomi was not able to join us, but it's still a wonderful interview, and I hope that you enjoy it and take away something from it. So I have an online magazine that bridges uh, faith and culture and cultures, and every year I come to see to see, and it's just great to see how country music has over the years uh, grown. Uh, here in London or in the UK and Europe in general so uh, I'll just jump in with these questions how are y'all finding Britain and are you enjoying being across the pond oh my gosh yeah we love it we came um I guess it was a year or two years ago like a year and a half I guess yeah and we came and wrote here um and we just fell in love with it and we just couldn't wait to come perform so tomorrow will be our first performance here and um we just heard the fans are awesome and they yes. love the music and so we're the, the people are so nice we haven't seen the fans yet but so far like all the people and just everyone's just very like chipper and mm-hmm. positive and sweet so i imagine the fans will be the same and just really really great lovely i'm adopting lovely. that word i heard someone say <laughs> that coming in i'm like i just i like that word and we don't use it enough in the states yeah 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 people are lovely here yeah they are and i what I find with C2C every year when I arrive, I look around and I'm like, am I in America? Because people think they're like Americans or that they're rednecks or yeah. <laughs> with the cowboy boots. Like when and, they, the crowds and yeah, they come. Oh, yeah, funny. and I'm walking around looking like, wow, I feel like I'm in the South. But yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's it's quite It's probably like what we do when we come here. Everyone like gets yeah. very stylish when they come yeah. to visit because yeah. we just think everyone's so stylish. It's like, That's yeah, true. Makes sense. <laughs> That's true. Um, can you tell me about your name, Runaway June, and how did you come to name yourselves that? Yeah. I think it's quite fascinating. Oh, well, I, first of all, coming up with a band name is so difficult. It yeah. sounds like it's a lot of fun, but... It's so hard coming up with something that we all love and um, that's meaningful. And June um, is my grandmother's name, and Naomi has a sister named June, and she went on um, a how many day? I always get it the day. 25. Like, I had, like, a big lifelong thing I wanted to do in June that was really important. So it's, like, it's just lucky. The month and the mm-hmm. name is just really lucky. 25-day hike, though, she went on. Yeah. Um, and we signed a record deal in June, and it's just, like, a very <clears throat> lucky name and month. Um, 
and we're all kind of runaways. We all ran away from home to Nashville to chase this crazy dream, and so we kind of thought that really fit us. Yeah. Okay, that's a quite unique way to name yourselves. Mm -hmm. How long did it take to come up with the name? Oh, gosh, a couple months. Okay. (laughs) We were, I mean, it was, it's, it's. Also, Any band name that sounds cool, I'm like, way to go. Like, yeah. it's so hard to like. <laughs> everything that you say at first sounds foreign until you get used to it. Then it sounds like a band name. But everything sounds weird at first. So we yeah. just would find something we like and then we hate it. And then find something we like and then hate it. And then when Runaway June happened, it just felt right from the beginning. And it's meaningful. So I think that that's what really made it special. Wonderful. Um, and why country music? Why not another genre when you are all forming together? I think we all, um, so we, none of us are from Nashville, but we Mm -hmm. all individually went to Nashville on our own before Runaway June. So, um, I think country music as a whole, if you're a songwriter, is just like the most, um, there's just something so special there. And the songwriting community in Nashville is just unlike anywhere else. So um, we all initially were drawn to Nashville because mm-hmm. of that. Um, and then by the time we all formed, we all had kind of the same um, influences growing up, and we all had a shared love of you know people like Shania and the Dixie Chicks and things like that. So we all had that sort of common ground, but we all came from different musical backgrounds you know that brought us to Nashville. But once we were all together, we were already pretty committed to country music individually, you know. And I think the storytelling is, for, especially for me, that's why I was drawn so much to country music, is, like, I love the storytelling and the lyrics, and I feel like in country music, people really care about the lyrics, so that yes. was my favorite part about it. Mm. And what made you identify with the genre because of that storytelling yeah. aspect? Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> um, so country music has become quite mainstream in this part of the world, and um, in Which Germany, so cool. they just I had know. C2C, and Italy has a country music oh a radio gosh, station. Wow. No way. So how does that make y'all feel? And then when you'll see some of maybe fans singing your songs this weekend, what does that yeah, bring to mind that across in Europe you've got fans? Well, I guess the storytelling is mm-hmm. is really, like I said, what made country music special for me and for us. And it, it's so cool that us just writing our little stories and our song are being heard all over the world and that people are relating to it. Yeah. I think it doesn't really matter where you are. Um, if you if you feel a song mm-hmm. and you feel the emotion of the song, it, that's, the, that's our whole point, at least, mm-hmm. is to touch people with their music. So it's really exciting. Yeah. yeah. And the fact that it's growing in this part of the world. I guess it country music has no borders. It's not just a an American thing or a Nashville thing. It's now yeah. a European thing. Yeah, yeah. that's and, really crazy. And there's so many types of country music now. I just feel like the whole thing is really expanding, mm-hmm. um, which is exciting. There's so many different ways you can make country music now and different types of country music and yeah. different places you could be doing it in. It's just... It's just grown it's awesome how would you describe your sound because you just mentioned there's different types of country music so how do you define your your style I think we pull from a lot of kind of um a lot of places but we all really love traditional country music and that's something that we all kind of really um bonded over so I think that we like to kind of pull some things from that but then we also um aren't afraid of kind of making modern music since um, that's just the time that we're living in. So 
Um, yeah, it's kind of like a nice blend between the two. And we have our producer, Dan Huff, um, now who's just amazing. And he produces all kinds of things from Midland to Thomas Rhett, you know? So he has, um, I don't know, just a really good way of figuring out what the songs need. So, uh, so I think with him now, we've kind of created a new, a new thing that's kind of just modern, but with these touches of this kind of vintage thing that we all love. I see. Um, What other kind of music that's not country music that you both identify with and that you love? Oh my gosh, I love all music. (laughs) I really do. I mean, I I listen to everything from oldies to pop to (laughs) rock. And like she was saying, it's really cool because country music has all those elements Mm -hmm. now. Like there's pop in country music, there's rock in country music, even... I feel like there's kind of hip-hop happening in country oh, yeah. music. And so, um, but I, I love everything. And I was a rock baby. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, growing up, that was like, I wanted to be in a rock band. I was like, you know, totally into, like, the kind of alt-rock stuff. So even still now, like, just all the stuff from the 90s is still just what I listen to in my car, whether it's, like, Soundgarden or Sheryl Crow or whatever. But oddly, I really think that, like, everything kind of leads back to blues, like, mm-hmm. when you really think about it, whether it's country or rock or whatever, um, jazz. I just think uh, it all kind of comes back to the same place. So I think that's why with country, it's like it can pull from all of these things because they're all rooted in the same things. They're just different instruments on it, you know. But when you break stuff down, it's kind of like everything is kind of... Uh, rooted in the same stuff yeah what's one song now that y'all both can't stop listening to that's in your playlist a current Mm. song yeah a current song oh my gosh well I love Casey Musgraves whole Mm. album yeah Mm. I've been listening to that a lot yeah that's definitely my most played album on my phone um and John Party's album California Sunrise is one of my most played. Like, if I'm just looking at the top tiers of what's being played on my phone, those are probably, like, very high. I also love Down to the Honky Tonk, Jake Owen's song. I just think it's such a jam. I love it. Every time I hear it, it just makes me... I also love War on Drugs, too. Like, they're kind of, like... uh, Yeah, like, that whole album I listen to a lot, too. Those are, like, the top, like, albums. Yeah. Yeah. Wonderful. So, um, Hannah... Um, you're from LA and how did growing up in that part of the US collide with a love for country music? I think you kind of touched on that before but uh, I think we don't think of Los Angeles as a place for country music. Certainly not. How did that love come? Well so for me growing up um, I started writing songs when I was like six. I just loved it and always loved that just creative outlet so I was always doing that and mostly was listening to kind of other types of music and so growing up with my mom it's like we listened to a lot of Sheryl Crow and like Peter Gabriel and the police and like that sort of thing so that was kind of always like what I thought music was and then when Faith Hill came out Mm -hmm. um and I think it was the Practical Magic soundtrack when I really think back to Mm -hmm. it but when and there was and Faith Hill was on that album and so then I just got obsessed with Faith Hill and this sort of idea of that type of songwriting was like a totally different world so um I started just like copying her style when I was writing and that was just always um what I liked writing so I think once I um graduated high school and kind of started thinking of doing it really seriously it just kind of made sense to go that country route since that was always what I just preferred to write you know for my own for my own stories so it was just kind of like a, a transition into it but Cheryl Crow kind of was my transition I into that you know wonderful 
Um, and Jennifer, how does it feel? I know you get asked this question a lot, being the granddaughter of one of America's most iconic country western actors, yeah. uh, John Wayne. Like, did that inspire your country love of country music? Did you grow up listening to country music? Um, I guess it did in a way. Um, I grew up listening to oldies because my dad wouldn't let me listen to anything else. My dad too. <laughs> Everything else was devil music. Such a dad thing. Yeah. Um, and I, I guess I always had a love for just the western, um, western vibe from my grandfather. But um, really, Garth Brooks is the mm. first person that kind of got me lis- listening to country music. And then once I heard Garth, I just started diving into everything. Yeah. Um, but I definitely think my grandfather, just having that Western spirit, you know, helped me. Yeah. And influenced me. Yeah. Wonderful. And uh, what does it take to make a trio, uh, this band, work to be unified and to, to songwrite together and to have fun? With the music, like, what does it take to wine. make a band? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> no, getting alcohol. Wine and patience. Yeah, wine yeah. and patience. Um, no, we really, we love each other. Um, I think that's the the most important thing. If you didn't love, if you didn't love the people that you're mm. in a band with, I don't know how you could make it work. Yeah. So you're um, together more than you're with your significant other, your families, yeah. your pets. I mean, it's like you're the, that's your core people are the band. So mm-hmm. yeah. And also, I think our love for music is is the same, and we all want to say the same things. And I think that's really um, what what keeps us together. Is like we're excited about the same songs, and mm-hmm. when we're in a writing room creating, we all kind of want to say the same thing, and um, that helps. And like Hannah said, patience, and we all respect each other and and support each other. And I see. it's nice because all three of us. In every single high that we have, and every low that we have, we're all ex- experiencing the same thing, and no one else in the world knows that feeling. Mm-hmm. And if you were a solo artist, you would be the only person knowing that feeling. But for us, we have two other people that feel the exact same way you do, yeah. and so it's really nice in those moments to have people that are going through exactly the same thing you are. Mm-hmm. It's a nice support system. I can imagine. Um, my two lasting questions is songwriting. How do you all? come up with songs do you use life experiences or friends life experiences can you talk a little bit about the process of songwriting yeah I think all of the above Uh um it yeah it totally depends so um a lot of the time we're kind of writing from personal experience Mm -hmm. whether it's something that's currently going on or things we've experienced before um, I just think that's naturally like an easier place to write from and something that we know we're going to feel comfortable singing because mm-hmm. we only really want to sing things that we really believe in. So that certainly makes it easier. Um, but sometimes we'll write from what, you know, is happening with a friend or maybe there's another co-writer in the room and we're going to write, you know, about kind of what they're going through. Or sometimes someone will just say something in conversation and we're like, that's cool. And then you get to kind of have fun and create a story around it. So it just kind of depends. But we definitely... Um, mostly write from at least things that we are real to us you know at some point yeah wow what would you tell your 19 year old selves is my last question oh gosh (laughs) wow I don't think she would listen so probably not yeah (laughs) (laughs) enjoy the pizza while you can (laughs) (laughs) um I would just tell her like it's gonna be okay just you know don't give up it's gonna be okay yeah yeah there's so much fear associated with like following 
a non-traditional path, no matter what, whether it's career or something else. But if you're not doing the traditional thing, it's like there's so many unknowns. You just have no idea what that road looks like. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, I used to want so badly to like, I wish I wanted like a normal job because at least there'd be like a road that I could like take steps down. And sometimes with following music, you're just like, don't even know where to begin. So yeah, yeah, probably just like you're on the right path. You just have to keep with keep it going, like you just yeah. have to keep going and like there's yeah. so many good people that just stop too soon you know mm-hmm. yeah wonderful well thank you ladies for your time it's nice and you. yeah. i hope that you all have a wonderful time at c2c performing thank and you. Excited. Yeah. Really excited. that you yeah. get some rest that's <laughs> awesome yeah. with what you're doing too oh thank that's you really that's really awesome. really cool how long have you been in beirut did you say uh, since july Wow, okay. Yeah, it's it's a challenging place. Sure. So I feel like I'm in civilization now. There's water, there's electricity, the Wi-Fi is working. Yeah. But yeah. it's all an adjustment. When you're serving, then you put the comforts behind you and think about the good that, that you're, you're doing. doing. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. yeah. yeah. Oh, that's Thank awesome. you for doing that. That's of course. awesome. Of course, I look forward to seeing y'all perform too. Yeah. <laughs> so there you go. Runaway June. These ladies are down to earth, they're kind, and they're passionate about what they do, they're passionate about music, and they're passionate about country music. Head on over to YouTube, type in Wild West and Runaway June, and you'll hear their awesome, melodic, harmonizing melody, and how they all just sound wonderful together. I hope this interview was inspiring in some way, and I'll see you on the next one. Sailor Food Podcast. I hope you enjoyed this podcast conversation and that it fed you in some way to pursue your own dreams. Be sure to subscribe to Zayla Mag at zaylamag.com, S-E-E-L-E-M-A-G.com, where you'll be automatically entered to win our giveaways. And follow us on Instagram at Zayla Magazine, S-E-E-L-E Magazine. Till next time.